0: Welcome to InfoSec K2K's The Keys to Your Digital Kingdom, your monthly cybersecurity update. Our industry leading experts are here to offer insights into the latest trends, share their invaluable knowledge, and provide practical strategies to help you enhance your digital defences and protect your most
1: sensitive data.
0: Hello and welcome to episode number two of our Keys to Your Digital Kingdom podcast. My name is Stefan and I'm your host today. As always in our podcast series, we will discuss cybersecurity related topics with our experts and share insights with you. In today's episode, we want to talk about IAM assessments and why they can play a crucial role in your IAM strategy. For this, we have with us in the studio our own Daniel. Daniel has been working in this field, particularly in the field of identity and access management for more than 10 years now. And he brings a vast experience on today's topics of IAM assessments and reviews. I haven't worked with many organizations in this field with some of the largest organizations globally, actually. Daniel, welcome to your studio and thanks for making time and uh, sharing your experience with the listeners.
1: Thank you, sir, uh, Stefan, for the introduction here and having me here on the, on the podcast.
0: Now, let's take a look at today's topics, IAM assessments. You missed a bit, we called it, as we see a lot of customers and organizations struggling with their identity and access management policies and their standards. Daniel, why would you say IAM, identity access management, is crucial for companies?
1: Thank you for the question, Stefan. I think IAM is vital as it ensures that the right individuals, have access to the necessary resources within an organization. For example, imagine a bank where only certain employees should have access to customer financial data, for example. IAM helps ensure only those authorized persons can access the sensitive data or information. It plays a crucial role in protecting sensitive data for unauthorized access, safeguarding the company's assets and the reputation.
0: So to come to today's topic, how would you define an IAM assessment and what would you say are the most crucial points within such an assessment?
1: I think typically let's say our customers are not aware where their identities are what their identities are, for example, and think the first step is to identify and find the let's say these privileged and sensitive identities. That's the first step here. And we see that many companies have no dedicated IIM team in their company, and they have no processes around it. Sometimes there are some related to passwords, for example, or something like that, but they don't look regularly on identities.
0: So what would you say are the most common mistakes companies do in their IAM processes or in their IAM standards that can be identified with an IAM assessment, for example?
1: So, for example, they are aware of their, let's name it old world, so on-prem in their own data center. And if you think about the future or actually topics like moving to cloud or other environments, so they missed often to identify the risks and regarding identities, for example, in the cloud.
0: Yeah, cloud is definitely one of the most prominent topics at the moment, I would say, with lots of applications being provided as SaaS services and bringing their own access management solutions. Definitely a topic that needs to be taken into consideration when thinking about your IAM strategy. Another thing I think we see a lot is that customers treat identity access management or privilege access management as well as projects rather than programs?
1: So typically, if they are running, let's say, an IIM um, project, you have all this, let's say, initial tasks to do, pointing to everyone in the company, hey, what about your identities? Are they privileged? Are they sensitive? And so on. And after this project, everything is written down. They just... Running is once and define everything. But, uh, to be honest, in the, in the real world, you have, as you mentioned before in your question, you have new projects in the company, like moving in the cloud, as you mentioned, you have some services in the cloud. So various ones and they don't put it in a, let's say, to their regular business to review, for example, some role and rights assessments.
0: So what you say is basically with the ongoing changes within your application world in an organization, you also need to stay on top of the respective identities and accesses to these applications and doing it as a one-off at one point in time is going to make you compliant maybe at that point in time or cover very specific topics. Even the next day, there might be a new piece of software introduced, which is then already not covered anymore. So that needs to be taken into consideration as well, right?
1: Right. So this team has to be informed um, every, every time something new appears, as you mentioned. And let's say keep the IAM guys and also security guys in the queue to maybe tweak
0: their, their regulations. So how can, from your perspective and from your experience, inadequate IAM policies or processes put a company at risk? What's what's the, the most common mistakes you would say that, that happen that actually can pose a security risk to a company?
1: So at first, I think the awareness where my identities are, where they're stored, for example, In the past, I have a customer. He managed their Let's say cafeteria and there was let's say like a cash machine it was running on a let's say old operating system but connected by network to the domain controller so everything was outdated the credential of the administrator the built-in one was already spread around the company so that it's a risk to let's say for every attacker get in for example and nobody's thinking about let's say lunchtime for example
0: What would you say are some of the best practices businesses should follow when conducting an IAM assessment from from your experience?
1: I think it should be clear in those days that um, they need a strong password policy. So a mix of a strong password, multi-factor authentication, maybe biometrics for example, and then implement a regularly check or review of these policies, adding maybe some standards from, for example, in Germany, we have the BSI, for example, they got a big catalog of information, how to deal with risks regarding identities. I think that's a good way, but in the end of the day, you have to to train your, your employees around these identity security or information security topics. So regularly and have someone in place who can answer questions from the employees if they have some.
0: So what would you say, how can an external party help with conducting an IAM assessment? What's the benefits of having someone coming in from the outside rather than doing this purely internal?
1: I think it's important to have these uh, external assessments because there are so many regulatory requirements for each branch, for example, the bank sector, insurance, and so on. And we have, let's say, the experience of many customers, how to identify crucial identities. In addition, uh, which tools can help find them and maybe uh, summarize them based on a criticality for example, and so on.
0: I think you you raised a very important point there. We see an increase in policies and requirements and regulatory requirements all the time, depending which industry you're in, you're more highly regulated or less highly regulated. But in general, I think everybody is now in a position where you have to do something about least identity access management to a certain degree. And if you're in a highly regulated industry, we get often the feedback from our customers that it is kind of overwhelming to stay. Stay on top of all these changes. It's not just new reg- regulations coming in, but also changes to the existing ones. So you always need to stay on top of these things and making sure you don't miss a bit in between where something has changed within an existing regulation that you just might not have seen there. As you said, I think is one of the biggest benefits having an external assessment from companies that do this on a regular basis, right? You have people that know these regulations inside out, have done this, seen it in other companies and other customers, know how things have worked worked out what has been accepted by the auditors for example what is their expectations as well so we can help you guide you through this process and through this vast amount of um, regulations that are in place now um, how would you say we can help customers make sure we are not missing this bit how can we make sure we cover all the critical identities and access authorizations during an audit typically we we need a
1: good overview over there let's say environment, IT environment. So there is, let's say, in the beginning, a bit of seeking the information from all, let's say, stakeholders from the whole company to understand what's important as the customers. I think the main part or role that we take is, let's say, the discovery part to identify the identities, the risks, to get information from all stakeholders. That's the main part. The second part is to avoid, let's say, the, the main employees who are dealing with this stuff, that they waste their time with searching <laughs> accounts, uh, run to every desk in the company, uh, write them down, check them. So a lot of, let's say, back and forth. And I think typical workloads as high as... A, every company in this sector for, as you mentioned, privilege access management, also for identity and access management. So I think we will do it better because we have a full-time task with a dedicated purpose. I think that's the main thing here.
0: I think it's also having this external view to question some of the processes and some of the proceedings that have been going on all the time, right? If you're starting to do an IAM assessment, you go ask your application owners, your business owners to understand how these applications work. And often enough, it's the first time they actually have to think about this especially from a identity and access management perspective to say, okay, who should have which level of access? And also more importantly, even what's happening in the background, right? Which identities are being used by that application to access other resources and how are they being managed if at all, right? So I think just this external view and really thinking about the specifics for an application in particular is one of the biggest steps for a company conducting an IAM assessment
1: you are totally right and as an external let's say you you have experience on other customers and you see how they solve let's say problems regarding identities let's say how how i i implement for example an identity and access management tool or workflow tool for example in combination with privilege access management tool and other many other tools secure authentication and so on so we experience a lot of solutions already so which can be let's say recycled or reused at a new customer as in draft for example yeah and in the end of the day we will let's say push them to decide which direction they want to go or which process is is necessary to implement the company
0: so it's a lot also about best practices and how you can achieve your goal the easiest way and, and bring in this knowledge into a company Now we're coming to an end of our podcast already. So Daniel, if you could maybe summarize in two, three main points, what would you say are the most important points when conducting an IAM assessment?
1: Yeah. I think the three major points are here to regularly, let's say, review the the policies regarding all the identities, so password policies and all the other stuff here. Then train your employees and inform them about around the the new let's say policies processes and so on and we need to come to a time where you have to do let's say all this stuff proactively not reactively so um, it's important to to keep an eye let's say on your crone jewels that are from my point of view the identities in our it world
0: yeah, I think this is a good close to this, um, the crown jewels, the identities. There is a reason we call our podcast the keys to your digital kingdom, because this is exactly what we think are the keys to your digital kingdom, your identities. And you need to make sure you are in control of them, or you can really put your company your organization at risk just by not managing them Properly and one of the biggest things, maybe to, to close this off, that we see is that lots of organizations just don't have the full overview and the full insight of all the identities in their in their environment in their organization. All the applications are being used, and by conducting an IAM assessment, you can really start focusing on understanding all your of your applications, getting a picture, marking out a picture, or mapping out an application picture of your organization and then start understanding how these work together. And as Daniel said, this is not a one-off thing. It's something where we need to get into the, the mindset of having to do something like this on a regular basis as an ongoing process rather than as a one-off thing. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Daniel, for your time and uh, for sharing your insights and experience in this particular field. Thank you for the good, good discussion here. Yeah, a nice one. And as always, thanks for listening in. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening to us and listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe and yeah, we'll hear you next time. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media for more.